Welcome to the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CR Checkup Podcast. I'm so excited to have each and every one of you here with us today. I hope that uh, you got a chance to, to come out to one of our meetings in person, either on Monday in Goodyear or on Wednesday in Buckeye. But either way, whether you come to our meeting or you're in a different country or in a different state or you just simply missed, uh, hey, we love you so much. And uh, we hope that the conversation that we have here today is beneficial for you, that you can join in on the conversation that we started in person. And uh, I'm actually out of town right now. My wife and I got a chance to visit some family up in Alaska. And uh, Will, who is with me today, got a chance to lead the conversation in Goodyear and Pastor Denton did in Buckeye. Um, But as I said, I've got Will here with us uh, today. And we're going to just recap a little bit what we talked about on Monday night. So, Will, you there? I am. Right on, brother. Thanks for being here with us today. Um, hey, man, uh, for those who were either at the meeting or those who, who didn't get a chance to attend the meeting, uh, we just started our conversation about step two, right? That's right. And uh, I would love you could just kind of recap that and start start off with, with our, our step there. Sure. So step two says that um, that we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could relieve us of our insanity. And mm-hmm. in our conversation, we wanted to focus on the first half of that, which was that God could, mm-hmm. you know, because we're a Christ-centered recovery group, we know our higher power is Jesus Christ. Amen. So, you know, we looked at that from the previous discussion, we'd been stock- talking about the the killers of our serenity, you know, and our acrostic was powerless and how being powerless, you know, can really leave you feeling hopeless. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, step two is where we start to have hope. and. Yeah. You know, we talked about, you know, knowing who our higher power was. You know, we related the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son. You know, one of the things I talked about when I related that story is the story's told from the perspective of the son, but it's not really about the son. It's about the father and how the father accepted the son back in again. And that's our higher power. So no matter what we've done, that hopelessness that we felt, you know, from being powerless you know, God was right there with open arms to take us back in as long as we turned towards him and and came back to him. And, uh, you know, I know for me, there's a lot of peace in that, knowing that that option was still available for because for many years, I didn't think it was. Mm-hmm. And then once we turn towards God, we have to, you know, we have to be willing to change. And I discussed how in my past, you know, it took me 20 something years to get to the point where I was even open to change. But in an instant, once I was, then I felt the power of God inside of me, and it was his power that allowed me to overcome my addiction, which, you know, my thing was an addiction to alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then then the last part of that was that we have to expect to change. You know, we have to to be open to it. Oh, I'm sorry, the power to change was from God. We talked about that. And then we talked about, you know, once we accept that power from God, that that we expect to change. In other words, you know, we have to pray for it. We have to be ready for it. And we have to be able to take action mm-hmm. when, when God brings the opportunities around for us to show the change. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's a summary of what we discussed. 
Yeah, no, that's good, man. I love, um, I love step two. We talk, we say this a lot in group, right. Is, uh, learning to believe that God could, even if I didn't believe that he would. Right. And, um, just really kind of capitalizing on this, this concept of building a relationship with God based off of who he is instead of what I expect him to do for me. And of course there is an expectation that comes, right? Like we, you, you, you just mentioned that, um, you know, life with Christ is, is not like we don't expect, uh, like we don't have any expectations or, or hope. No, that's, that's not the case. Certainly we do, you know, we do have hope in Christ and we can expect, uh, him to show up because he's good and he's just, um, but, having that as a foundation to our belief saying, I only believe if, you know, uh, based off of what he, he, you know, I think he should do for me. Um, you know, whether that's true or not is besides the point, right? The, the point is we're building a relationship with our higher power, Jesus Christ. And, uh, we should go about that in a way that is, is understood that, Hey, this is how we have a good relationship with anybody um, and so this is how we should approach our relationship with God as well. And so we'll definitely be talking about that a lot more um, over the next couple of weeks as we continue to recap what we talk about in person at our meetings. Um, but I just really love step two. It really opened up my eyes to a lot of different areas of the relationship aspect that I just really didn't understand. Um, talked about a lot before, you know, I was raised more on the fear of God and and being uh, fearing of him than being in a relationship with him. And so I think I definitely know or feel that it's very important to grasp this understanding uh, that this is more than just, you know, just uh, some God in the sky that, uh, you know, is, is almost neither here nor there, but this is, is uh, the God that I can have a relationship with. And, and so that's super important. So, um, that being said, uh, is there, is there anything else, um, kind of that, that you maybe some, some personal experience or some advice, uh, for those who might be kind of going through step two or just any other point that you'd like to make with it? You know, one of the things I talked about when we had our open share group that I wish I had brought up during the during the the large group meeting was that for me, you know, it was when I admitting that I was powerless took me so many years admitting that I had no control over my own life, that I had ceded all that control to alcohol and to all the issues I had underlying my alcohol abuse and my alcoholism. And so, you know, admitting that I was powerless, like I said before, it left me feeling really hopeless. Mm-hmm. But but that moment that I decided to turn and follow God, you know, it was that powerlessness, having admitting admitted that made me feel free. Right. And it was funny that it, that in my moment of, you know, the, the most misery I had ever experienced to have that freedom. And then suddenly with that came the hope. Yeah. And, you know, I believe this. You know, the whole purpose of our program, the whole purpose of the steps that we go through is to restore hope and joy in our lives, because that's the way God meant for us to live. He didn't mean for us to be miserable. You know, we did that to ourselves. I did that to myself. 
and all the things I did for all those years, you know, hurting myself, my family and everything else, that wasn't the plan that God had for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's in step two, when you begin, that's when I think you actually begin to cede the control back over to God. You know, yeah. you can't, you know, we always talk about, you know, you can't get help until you admit, you know, that yeah. with step one. But in step two, you know, recognizing that God does have the power is equally important. Yeah. And understanding that he does. And, you know, you know, when we get to that last part, when we talk about expecting to change, you know, that's where we talk about the could starts to become maybe the would. That's when we began to see it. And of course, you know, and I brought this up when we were doing the teaching, you know, it's not like your life is going to change in an instant. You know, all those years and all those things you did don't just disappear like they never happened. Right. But it's at that moment. When, when you're expecting that God's going to work these miracles in your life, you know, that's the moment you can actually start to move forward. And that's when you understand that God will, which is why I thought the prodigal son story is such a perfect encapsulation of, the, of, of this whole particular lesson, but especially about, you know, what our higher power is to us. For sure. Yeah, I think the expectation is, is not so much like, hey, you, you know, you need to do this for me. It's more of like, Hey, I know who you are. So like, it's just only natural that this is what would happen, you know? And so I think that's really good. We, I'm sometimes we, we, you know, summarize the first three steps, like step one, I can't step two, he can step three, I will let him. Right. So it's, it is like understanding what he's capable of doing, um, and there is, of course, that next step process in it. But it it, it really is. It's important to under, what is he capable of doing? And, you know, when we get into step three, as we're turning our life and our will over, it's important to know <laughs> who we're, we're turning our life over. And if we really spend this time, and this is what I love about the step process is when we, you know, as you mentioned, in step one, we can feel like we're as hopeless as ever. <laughs> you know, oh, my gosh, I just... You know, not all like these problems didn't all of a sudden get created in my life, but maybe I'm just now realizing the gravity of it and I'm just now admitting it and I feel even more powerless and more helpless and hopeless than I ever have ever before in my life. Um, And now we get here to step two or say, man, you know, what's next? And I think it puts us in a really beautiful position to understand, you know, what God is capable of doing and what he's trying to do through a relationship. Um, if we work step one really properly, then we will feel, man, I am helpless and hopeless without Christ. And that is a part of the step process. You know, I need to I need to understand my helplessness without Christ. And it doesn't matter if, you know, you're a drug addict like me or an alcoholic like my brother Will here. It doesn't matter what it is. We are all helpless without Christ. And, you know, some, some of us, uh, I love, you know, Thank God that we had the crutches that we we, we had because uh, maybe it got us to where we needed to be a little bit sooner than, than some who don't have it, you know. But we all, no matter what, uh, got to arrive at that point of understanding we can't do it without him. So, yeah. yeah, I think step two is realizing my problem is too big for me. Mm. But it's not too big for him. Amen, brother. Amen. Right on, man. Well, I uh, uh, thank you for stepping in and, and leading group there. I heard a lot of great things uh, happen there and uh, in Wednesday night as well. And so looking forward to this coming week. Got some testimonies coming up. And so we'll be on here again. 
But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Until next time, I love you. Thank you for listening to the CR Checkup Podcast. This podcast is meant to start conversations, not end them. So we hope that you continue to have conversations wherever you are at. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. You can also reach us by emailing recovery at palmvalley.org.